right, second hour of the show begins right now. Back at 105.5 The Roar. Ben Milstead, Roy Philpott, Daniel Shirley joins us in our next segment. Wes Mitchell in about an hour from now as well from Gamecock Central. Talking about the resignation of Chad Holbrook, head baseball coach down in South Carolina. Uh, more of your phone calls coming up if you want to talk with us on the Northland Communication phone lines. Give us a buzz. Also on the text line, 986-1566. As we started our show today, in fact, a little bit beforehand, at around 1020 this morning, Jay Guillermo posted the following note on Twitter. I cannot thank everyone enough for all the love and support that has been shown through the years. And underneath that, a picture of a typed out note from his phone. And it says the following quote, there comes a time in every athlete's career. where They have to make one of the most difficult and painful decisions they will ever have to make. My decision to retire from football is exactly that. I came to this decision far sooner than I ever imagined that I would have to, but I'm thoroughly confident in my choice. I've loved football my entire life. It pains me to say goodbye and walk away from the sport that has given me and my family so much over the years. However, I am wildly excited to see what this next chapter of my life has in store for me. Thank you so much to the Clemson family for their undying love and support throughout my career. It meant more to me than you'll ever know. Thank you to Coach Sweeney and to Coach Caldwell and to all the Clemson staff for not only growing and developing me as an athlete, but also helping me to become a better man. Thank you to the Buffalo Bills and Toronto Argonauts for allowing me to chase my dream of becoming a professional athlete. Thank you to my family and friends for continuously being there as a source of encouragement and love. Once again, I look forward to whatever God has in store for me moving forward and will always remember to say all in and give 110% to everything I do. Jay Guillermo. That note posted this morning, Jay Guillermo retiring from football. Had a tryout, I believe, with the Bills. I want to say maybe with the Titans. Am I making that up? And then uh, with the CFL up at Toronto. Honestly, I'm a little surprised that none of those workouts gave him a path to continue his career in a more consistent manner given what Jay did at Clemson. However, it's probably not the worst thing in the world to come to this conclusion sooner rather than later for a guy that won a national championship, for a guy that battled back in his career. Remember, he left Clemson football for a time, what appeared to be about with depression, and then came back and ended up being the starting center and all-conference center for a national championship team. So he's been through a ton already. Curious to see where this leads him next because he does have a dynamic personality and he's always been one of our favorite interviews here on this show. He can always join the comedy tour. He's yes, he was comedic relief on the road. I admittedly, I have a difficult time judging college interior linemen as they project to the next level because he's about the fifth Clemson guy in a row that I thought, oh yeah, he's definitely going to make it in the NFL. And and doesn't, and I guess he, you know, he goes to Toronto. And is like, yeah, I don't want to play here. <laughs> I could see that happening, right? When you go, I mean, I, I've never been to Canada. I want to go. I want to go to Banff. I, I want to go to Alaska. I want to do some of those things up there. I want to go ski. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's a different world. I, I can see going up there and kind of looking around, and being like, okay, I'm ready to go now. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, and what you know of Jay, that's probably not the best fit in the world. So. Probably uh, so, from Tennessee originally. You know, good old Southern boy. Yeah. He's not driving a Toyota Prius around, I don't think. Probably not. Great gas mileage. It does get good gas mileage. It does. I, I could never, I don't think I could ever drive one of those. That's not that's not my, and I, I have a sedan, uh-huh. but I, I'm not a Toyota Prius guy. I t- I mean, no offense if you drive one, too. I like them. It's great. You're saving the environment. You're doing a lot better job than most of us, so we appreciate that. I've ridden in them. Are they nice? They are. They're, they're very roomy. Shockingly. Uh, really? Roomy. Yes. Because I would think that they were very small and uncomfortable and cramped. A very good friend, a mutual friend of mine and yours, and you may not know this, uh, he wanted a four. He, as he tells it, he wanted a forerunner. She wanted a Prius, so they compromised and got a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And turns out he loves it. So does he? Yes. So yeah. Anyway, but to your point. Uh, I don't see, yeah, that's not a Jay Guillermo type of vehicle. I wish him nothing but the best. I, I, I think he will uh, go on to do great things doing something else. I mean, who knows, man? He could, he could be a nice fit in the media, perhaps. 
Could you see that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I could. You don't want to be boring and try to be in the media. Otherwise, you write boring articles, you say boring things, and everybody thinks you're boring. Yeah, that's what. That's the other thing about interior linemen. For some reason, they always seem to be very well spoken. You know, the the Eric McLeans of the world. Yeah, and, and guys. Big Mac. That, uh, yeah, they're they're the guys that always get sent in front of the media to to answer you know mind numbing questions. Yeah, you know, week in and week out, and Jay did that a lot too. So. Talk about the opponent this weekend. Oh, no, that's like the worst question you could ever ask anybody. Don't ever ask a question. Don't start a question with talk about. Because immediately everybody in the room is going to roll their eyes and think that you don't know what you're doing. And the reality is you don't if you start a question with talk about. It's the worst thing you can do. Media 101. For anybody that cares about such things. Talk about Ben Milstead and what he's meant to WCCP. Well, I don't know. No. Stop. Ask a question. Get to the point. It's not about you, it's about them, period. Second hour brought to you by our good friends at Harry's Razors, online at harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S, the Father's Day gift set where you can get Dear Old Dad, the engravable razor. It is tremendous. You've, you've heard us talk about Harry's now for the last couple of years, and what it is is the best shave known to man, conveniently delivered to your door. You don't have to go to the drugstore. You're not waiting on Marv to come unlock the glass case. It's delivered straight to your front door for about half the cost of what you're typically buying and paying uh, at your local drugstore for these fancy schmancy razors that have been just terribly overpriced. It's what we're talking about with Harry's. And right now, they're going to knock five bucks off the price when you order at harrys.com. Code ROY, R-O-Y. Save five bucks. You get that starter set delivered to you. You can get the Father's Day gift set with a storm gray razor handle. Sent to dear old dad. A great idea. It includes the foaming sa- uh, shaving gel, uh, the moisturizing aftershave. It's a tremendous product. When you use Harry's with that lubricating strip, irritating razor bumps go away. The redness goes away. Your face is silky smooth. I've got a little bit of a beard right now, but I sh- still shave most of my neck. The neckline gets irritated, Ben, unless uh, you lo- use uh, Harry's. If I could talk. Harry's.com. Code Roy. Save five bucks. Think about Harry's as well for Father's Day. A great gift idea for dad. Dad's so hard to buy for. You don't know what to get, dad. You just don't know. Harry's has got you covered. Use code Roy, save five bucks. The Father's Day gift set is ready to go as well. The Storm Gray razor handle. Lubricating strip. Harry's the best in the business, and we know that because we speak from experience. Harry's.com, code Roy. Go there today and check him out today. You, you, my friend, you shave a lot more, right? You, you don't do the beard. You had the beard at one point, didn't you? I, I shave pretty much every day unless I'm just lazy. You every had the goatee now. Every now and then I'll skip a day, but uh, yeah, shave every day. Did you it's, ever have the beard? I did. I thought so. Back in the, I, I've had it every now and then. I mean, I, like three days I got one. Um, It's funny that hearing you talk about the, the Harry's handle, my two oldest kids were fighting over who was going to use the, the, the chrome handle and who was going to use the orange handle uh, like yesterday. So I love the orange handle. I think it looks sleek. It is. We have two of them. We have two. We've got the, the, the shiny orange handle, and then we've got one that's kind of the more of a rubbery feel to it. That's the one I use. It doesn't slip out of your hands. But, yeah, we're a Harry's family. Before we get to Daniel Shirley, he joins us in about 10 minutes from now. We mentioned it briefly in the first hour with Game 3 of the NBA Finals coming up tonight. And I basically said I think Cleveland's going to find a way to win, essentially because I don't believe Golden State is going to sweep this team. I mean, as well as LeBron James has played in these playoffs, at some point he wills the Cavs to a victory in in this series. And I say that too because it's hard for me to envision Golden State running the table in the entire postseason. If they sweep Cleveland... And they're halfway there. That's what would happen. Are you at least interested tonight in this game? I I know that we both think Cleveland's going to steal one somewhere. Or or has it gotten to the point where the NBA playoffs have been so lame and there have been so many blowouts that you're you're almost even checking out of this NBA Finals? I'm in the minority. I don't think they've been lame. Uh, You don't? I, I don't think they've been competitive, but it's still been entertaining to watch, even in the blowouts sometimes. Yeah, you know, I'll watch just to see... If there's any chance at all, it, it the other thing is if you if you're going to have 
and looking for a a close game tonight might be your best chance you know as far from a competitive nature because if Cleveland stumbles into a to a win I don't think it'll be by much and you know when you have the shooting that Golden State has up up 7 with 30 seconds to go is not that big a lead right you know I, yeah. so so you could if if you like those dramatic final couple of minutes of basketball games tonight could be that game then again it could be the night that golden state puts it all together and they score 150 points I mean, <laughs> that's that's just sort of where we are right now but um well i i ask you that question are, are you excited about tonight because woke up early this morning small in the yard and right as i'm finishing up i'm like oh yeah game three of the finals tonight and i literally became excited okay i get to watch the nba again it's like we've waited a couple of days I've been wanting to watch it again. It's on tonight. And and generally, genuinely, I'm excited about this evening. And, and so I'm kind of planning my evening around, all right, game three tonight. Was it nine o'clock? Pre-game probably tips a little bit after that. All right, so I got this. I'm going to eat that. I'm going to drink this. I, I've kind of, I've got it all settled out because I know, you know, to me, this is the last main event of the summer. We talked about dark territory yesterday locally. Now that Clemson baseball is finished. To me, it really goes dark after the NBA Finals conclude. So, I mean, I, I've already predicted Cleveland to win tonight. I want Golden State to win the series, but in a weird way, I want it to go seven so I get more basketball to watch before right. things really get dull. No, that that's right. And, you know, I, I'm trying to think of how to verbalize this, but Golden State, you're a competitor. There's a part of you that certainly wants to win every game. You want to sweep this. You want to be the only team who has ever swept through the playoffs. But then there's this other train of thought that I have is in that Golden State wins this. Let's let's just suppose that happens. They sweep the finals. They don't lose a playoff game. Knowing that there's the other storyline out there about, how, well, you know, you just uh, – you, you, you bought Kevin Durant and, you know, you, you, build, a, you build a team and that's – not in the best interest of the NBA. It sort of plays into that storyline where people are almost going to discount right. the accomplishments of this team. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I, I'm not ready to talk about any of that until they either do it or they don't. It's like, I, I yeah, you, you know what I mean? If they sweep Cleveland, their record is almost better in terms of winning percentage than what it was last year when they owned the NBA season's all-time best regular season record with, what, 73 wins? A 73 and 9, whatever it was, incredible. I, I'm ready to talk about that and determine that after the finals. Last year it was 2-0. Last year Cleveland blew out the Warriors in game three. I don't think anybody's blowing out anybody tonight, and I don't think Cleveland is as well-equipped to deal with Golden State this year. I didn't think they were at this year, last point, you know, the last year at this point either, admittedly. But um, let, let's get to that point when we actually arrive there and, and then start to figure out are people discounting because KD signed on to make the big four when he could have been at Oklahoma City and they could have won a championship there with Russell Westbrook. Or is this one of the best teams of all times? We mentioned this at the end of the show yesterday, comparing this organization to the 96 Bulls that won 60-plus games and killed everybody. We're so good defensively. It's kind of like the anti-Golden State, and they had some offensive players too. If they sweep Cleveland and run through the playoffs undefeated, I'm ready to have the conversation about their all-time greatness and kind of where they rank. If they yeah. fall just short of that, I think it's a different conversation, a different discussion. I'm not going to discount anything that Kevin Durant went there <laughs> to play with his buddies. It, it you know. It, it, to me, it's different than what LeBron did down in Miami where they created this super team. You had a super team. Durant was tired of playing with Russell Westbrook. Where are you going to go? You're going to go play with Melo in New York? I don't think so. I mean, he's kind of, and, and think about it too. Golden State had to adjust around him, and they've done that. And he's had injury this year. I mean, he's been in and out of the lineup, they, and, the, and yet they've, uh, they're still two wins away from uh, – a world championship and and sweeping through the playoffs. 
part of me wants it to happen. The other part of me wants to extend the postseason as long as humanly possible. And so that means Cleveland's got to win a couple of games to do that. And I, I think they find a way tonight. They're three and a half point underdogs. I think the points are a bonus. I think they find a way to win something where they slow things down and Golden State is not as on fire as what they've been the first two games. It'd be like 103-100, something tonight like that for the uh, for the Cavs. LeBron goes off. And, and you know what? Honestly, Kyrie Irving's going to have to go off too. I, I think Irving's got to go for 30-plus. We got to do. You got to do more than LeBron layups and Kevin Love threes. Uh, it, there right. has to be more right. to your offense. J.R. Smith. Who knew we had to tell J.R. Smith to shoot more? That guy's the. <laughs> he invented the word chucker, right? I and know. all of a sudden, Tyron Lue, who 16 years ago today was stomped over by Allen Iverson, the great tactician, formulated his grand strategy that night. I'm sure. Tyron Lue's got to tell J.R. Smith to shoot the basketball more. Put your shirt on, put your jersey on, shoot from the corner. Tyron said, never again. God. <laughs> never again. I mean, you see what I'm talking about with that guy, right? Oh, yeah. All right. I do not believe in Tyron Lue. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. This guy's not some kind of savior of any sort. You can thank Draymond Green for Tyron Lue winning his one and only world championship, period. Hey, now there's something I do you can watch it's worth watching in the in the remaining game i still say draymond green has a draymond green moment yeah, yeah. well you can you he you learned have, a lot from last year i think in this setting not to do that again but he's he's been chippy in in the first two games already he's had some moments and now you get a, a frustrated cleveland team who just really doesn't care i'm telling you it's going to happen again Something something is going to happen again involving Draymond Green. Six five four seven six two seven. The phone number. Daniel Shirley joins us next. We'll get his thoughts on Clemson and South Carolina baseball. The news that Chad Holbrook has resigned. What does that mean? Also, talk some uh, off-season college football. The sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. He joins us next. The next great basketball player could be in your household. The Brad Brownell Boys Basketball Camp is back with a chance for your boy to learn how to be a great player. The day camp is for rising 2nd through 4th graders. The overnight and commuting camp is for rising 4th through 12th graders. It's an experience they won't forget. The Brad Brownell Boys Basketball Camp at the beautiful Little John Coliseum is June 18th through 21st. So get registered today online at abcsportscamps.com slash clemsonbb. Need to travel? Edwards Auto Sales in Walhalla has the area's best prices on new Ford trucks, cars, and SUVs. In business for over 50 years, shop Edwards Auto Sales for all your automotive needs. I'm George Jeffries, local GM of Metal Building Supply. As part of Mesco Building Solutions and NCI, we're the Southeast premier supplier of metal building components and pre-engineered building systems. We have an 18,000 square foot facility, and we bring in inventory and special orders every Friday. Call 295-0506 or come by 1500 Elrod Road in Piedmont. Whether it's a 30 by 40 for your shop or 100,000 square feet for your business, we have over 40 years of experience to put to work for you. As a patient of the Surgery Center at Pelham, you will feel right at home. I'm Dr. Frank Armacita, orthopedic surgeon with the Surgery Center at Pelham. I grew up in Clemson. I graduated from Clemson. And my family and I proudly call the upstate our home. Our outpatient joint replacement program is a game changer for orthopedics, and it transforms your experience with us as a patient. You will be walking out the very same day. The Surgery Center at Pelham, online at newkneereplacement.com. It's time to stop the debt collectors. It's time to get a fresh start. It's time to stop the foreclosures. Tax time is coming up. Time to do something for yourself. Time to get your fresh start. Come see Robert King for help. Call Robert King at 864-222-0200 or visit his website at www.thompsonking.com. Thompson & King is a debt relief agency. Robert King helps people file for bankruptcy relief under the bankruptcy code. No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets Locomart and Clemson apart? Quality gasoline at awesome prices? Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money? Yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at Locomart that you wouldn't find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make. Locomart on Old Greenville Highway and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated. Marathon. 
fueling the American spirit. Have you been in search for that perfect job opportunity? Well, look no further because Carolina Heating Service is currently looking for individuals to expand their team. Locally owned and operated for over 35 years, we specialize in generators, electrical services, residential light, commercial HVAC sales, service and installation, as well as geothermal systems. Top professional opportunities available anywhere from electricians, installers, service technicians, management, and customer service reps. Worried about benefits? Carolina Heating Service has you covered. Enjoy paid holidays and vacation days, a 401k, training programs, major insurance, and full time year round stable work, as well as overtime opportunity. Basic qualifications include a drug test, background check, and physical, as well as a valid driver's license. Other qualifications are subject to position applying for. The search could be over for you soon. Make that career leap. Apply now at carolinaheating.com and join our award winning team. Football season is coming in hot, and First Team Sports is already gearing up with your top source for sports in South Carolina. Since 1994, First Team Sports has been your source for all sporting needs. The only place in the upstate to get new gear is First Team Sports, including varsity jackets. First Team Sports can custom make any style jacket for any school. Top quality products you won't find just anywhere. Be the first to equip your team with First Team Sport. 2520 Wadehampton Boulevard, call 268-6227. That's First Team Sports. Did you know that there are dozens of job openings for entry level software developers in Greenville? Even if you don't have any experience, you can be trained to be ready for one of those jobs in just 12 weeks at the Iron Yard. Visit theironyard.com slash Greenville or call 864-605-3976. Roy Philpott on WCCP. Isn't he wonderful? And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. home here on a Wednesday afternoon. Hanging out with Ben, Roy Philpott. On Twitter, text line 986-1566. You can give us a call coming up later in this hour. Uh, also, don't forget Wes Mitchell, Gamecock Central, Moral Chad Hallbrook. He'll join us about 50 minutes or so from now. We look forward to catching up with Wes. Entering the start of the summertime, always a good conversation to have. And as well, for our uh, next guest, Daniel Shirley, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. He joins us right now. Is it vacation time yet in the Shirley household? Is that what we're doing this time of year? <laughs> well, I'm on vacation next week from the Telegraph, but I still got to do the the, uh, the radio show down here that we have. So I'll I'll be I'll work two hours a day as opposed to ten hours a day. So I guess that does count as a vacation. Not bad, not bad at all. We mentioned it last week with you that uh, you guys are getting ready for college football and starting to get the uh, the paper ready, and the website ready. Before we talk more on that, uh, your thoughts and reaction to the news that broke last night? Chad Holbrook out at South Carolina. He resigned the position. Did that surprise you, Daniel? Yeah, it did. Now I'm not on the I don't I, I'm not on the ins and outs there and and know any everything that's going on with that program. But I was surprised that it has. I'll just say that also I'm surprised it's gone this badly this quickly. To be honest, and and it's not like they were the worst team in the country or anything like that, or the worst team in the SEC. But we went from a team winning back to you know national titles, and multiple national titles, to now a team not getting in the NCAA tournament. So. That's a pretty big fall in a pretty short amount of time, and I think he's a heck of a heck of a coach too. And I, I, I was talking to a friend of mine when I was in town last week, who's a big South Carolina fan, and I, I asked him, "I said, what happened? Why why has this happened?" And he said, "Well, he's still recruiting. They're still recruiting really well. It's just they had some injuries, they had some things go wrong, they had some things that didn't go their way, and you know, you lose one of your best players, and 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 Schmidt, and he's out, and." You know, you've got some other injuries. Uh, you can understand why why they didn't have the best team in the world, but it's still hard to believe they went from winning national titles to missing NCAA tournament that quickly. That still, though, is one of the premier programs in the country with the facilities and the fan support and the conference bringing in that kind of cash. I, I would imagine if Ray Tanner wants to go out there and open up the pocketbook somewhat, that he could do that, and it should be an attractive position, right? Right, it should. And, and I was reading some stuff. That the state is, is one of our papers in our company, and I was reading some of their coverage last night and some of the other outlets last night about who the names were that they're going to look at. And, 
I mean, I saw Tim Corbin. I saw all these other guys. I can't imagine Tim Corbin leaving Vanderbilt uh, and with with what he's got at Vanderbilt and some of the recruiting advantages they have there. But to stay in the conference, I think, would be surprising. But some of the other names, I mean, I, you that's a big-time job. I mean, and the names that you were seeing last night being thrown around, uh, I even saw Monty Lee's name in one of the stories, that, you know, obviously his ties to, to Ray Tanner. So you see those kind of names, and, and even though those people are at big-time jobs, that's a big-time job, and they, if, they, if they handle it the right way, they can get one of those people in place. And I think this is a big hire for Ray Tanner, to be honest. I mean, he didn't hire either one of the basketball coaches. He did hire, uh, you know, Muschamp. And, we're, and that jury's kind of still out on that hire. So I think this is a big one coming up for him for sure. Talking with Daniel Shirley, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. You mentioned Monty Lee. You saw Clemson season come to an end this weekend against Vanderbilt in that final game seven two nights ago. Uh, your thoughts on Clemson baseball and kind of the state of the program after his second season here? Look, Sunday was di- or I'm, I'm sorry, Monday was disappointing. I mean, there's no doubt about that. The way the team kind of went out with a whimper. I think that you have to be disappointed by that loss. But if you look at what they've done the last two years with 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 some holes in that lineup, I mean, you look, they won the ACC title last year. They've hosted two regionals in back-to-back years. Even though they've got some problems in the lineup, they've got some problems in the rotation. They definitely had some problems in the bullpen this year, and we saw those things play out. I think you have to be really impressed and be excited about the direction of where this program is going. I know they didn't win the regional the last two years, but what they what they faced with a, a, a lineup with, you know, probably two or three, I won't say automatic outs in the lineup, but two or three holes in the lineup, not the greatest pitching staff in the world, and they were able to, to win the ACC last year, get off to the start they did this year. I think you got to be really excited. I, I still think they need some power arms. Yeah. I, and in the recruiting, I think that's got to be the focus. And we'll see if they're able to do that. I mean, he's he's recruited well everywhere else he's ever been. He's had he's had a couple of really good recruiting classes with this program. And and I saw last you know Monday night yesterday some people saying this program is a couple of years away from being what you want it to be. And I think that's probably about right. I mean, I think next year they could host a regional again. Maybe they get to a super regional, you know, and then maybe the next year after that they they start getting into the Codswell Series, or two years after that, they get into the Codswell Series. But I, I don't know that people, if you're just a blind fan, a lot of people might not realize that there are some issues on this on this team and in this roster and that, that still have to be addressed, and they're trying to do that in recruiting. And they're going to lose some, some, some senior leadership off this team for sure going in uh, to next year. And then you look at guys like Charlie Barnes. Does he leave? Does he get drafted high enough? Probably he's not going to be back next year, so you got to fill his spot. So there are some issues that still have to be addressed in recruiting for sure. The fact that you mentioned it may take another couple of years to get to Omaha, that there are holes to fill. And, and we, too, have talked about this here on, on this show in, in recent days. But the fact that that's the case, I'm going to ask you a very simple but complicated question, that it'll take a couple of years maybe to get there. Is that okay here, in your opinion? Well, I mean, I think I think it's going to have to be, to be honest, or you have to make another coaching change. I, you know, I know I know the the level that Clemson fans see their baseball program. Believe me, I, I've grown up going to Clemson baseball games my entire life. I went when I was in college. I skipped a lot of classes to go to afternoon games. Nice. When I was in college, I can admit that now, twenty years later. But you have to be realistic about it too, and you have to be realistic about. What was what this coaching staff was facing, and look, Jack Leggett did a really good job with this program. But even the most ardent Jack Leggett fan has to admit the program had taken a big dip from where it was, you know, for most of his tenure. He, it, it, the last few years had not been good, and I think there are some issues that this staff is still kind of facing with recruiting, and you see that with look, Lloyd, look at the two Vanderbilt pitchers who shut down Clemson last week. Look at Kyle Wright. He looks like a, a grown man yeah. out there on the mound, and he's throwing, and he's got power, and he's throwing heat. The kid who pitched Monday night, I mean, grown man out there on the mound, big, strong young man, and look at the pitchers Clemson has. I mean, nothing against those guys, but there's a big visible difference in, in the just the physical stature 
of the kind of pitchers that a team like Vandy has as opposed to what Clemson had this season. Again, I had people pointing this out to me on the on the on Twitter the other night, and they're right. Vandy does have some advantages in recruiting that some other schools don't have, but you've got to get back to getting two or three of those big power arms if you're going to be in a late focus. Final college baseball question for you, and just to get your additional perspective here. In your mind, does Ray Tanner even pick up the phone to call Monty Lee about the vacancy down there? Does he even make that attempt on any level? Well, you would think they'd know each other personally enough that if they've ever had that discussion, that is it worth even making the call, or do you just say, hey, Monty, you know, look, I I think the world of Monty Lee, so I would think if if, if I'm a an AD at any school, if I've got an opening, I'm, I'm going to call him to see. But I, I just can't see him leaving Clemson to go to South Carolina that quickly. Maybe I'm misreading it. Uh, maybe I'm way off base here. But I, I just can't see that being the move that's next for him. I mean, he said it before. Clemson's the kind of place you go to retire. And, you know, you see the success the football program is having when you've got the right guy in place. And I think they've got the guy in place with the baseball program to have that kind of success too. And I think he realizes that. And I just can't see him leaving Clemson to go to South Carolina that quickly. Talking with Daniel Shirley, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph on Twitter at DM underscore Shirley. Make sure you give him a follow DM underscore Shirley on the college football front. Give me the most pressing question in your mind at both Georgia and Georgia tech before the start of summer workouts and the craziness that occurs with the ACC football kickoff in SEC media days. One pressing question for both Tech and with the dogs. Georgia's got to be the offensive line. I mean, uh, Roy, their offensive line is not good. And so what are they going to do to overcome those things? They've got great running backs, and that helps at times to, to kind of make an offensive line look better than it is. Their offensive line's not good, and it, it's, they've got some issues there that they've got to overcome. If they're going to be an SEC East, champion next year they've got to fix those things and we'll see if they've got the pieces in place to do that they've got some guys coming in in the recruiting class that probably you would want to redshirt but they might have to play this year just because of that's that's what they're they're facing this year with the offensive line and then at georgia tech i think the obvious one is who who plays quarterback i really do justin thomas was so good and i think he was the perfect quarterback for that that program that system and and just everything that paul johnson wants to get done with his offense and now he's gone, and that's the way college football is. I mean, you, you, I mean, I mean, Clemson's got to find somebody to replace Deshaun Watson. So those things happen in college football, but I think that's the biggest one for for Georgia Tech for sure is who's the quarterback coming up next year. Well, it would be easy to ask you the same question from a Clemson perspective, but you just provided what that would be with the quarterback. We knew that yeah. going in, so I ask you this: uh, We found out a couple of days ago Richard Yergin's going to miss the season, a reserve defensive end. Is, is that a major concern for you now that Pagano is gone? Yergin now will be out for the season. There's still a lot of impressive talent up front in the starting four. Maybe the depth has taken a, a bit of a hit. Uh, where are you with Yergin out? Is that a big deal? Well, look, I, I mean, you lose a guy like that, it's never good. I mean, he he was a talented player. He played really well. I thought, especially at the start of last season, he played played well. And then I think you saw some other guys kind of step up and, and kind of move past him. Austin Bryant came back, and, and, and you saw that the, the – kind of flexibility you have with Christian Wilkins and those kind of guys. Losing a guy like Richard Yergin can't be good, but yeah. I, I do think they have enough depth on that defense uh, up front and they have enough depth outside on the defensive line, and they know that if they need to, they can move Christian Wilkins. Can Huggins step up? I think Huggins is a big piece next year. If he can step up and, and become the kind of player. Remember when he signed Roy? He was a, he was a big-time recruit. And he was a five-star, and he was everything you wanted in a defensive lineman. And he's been there a few years now and, and has got to step up and be that kind of guy. If he can, I think that's big and, and will help kind of fill in what, what you were going to get from Yergin for sure. Last question for you. NBA Finals Game 3 tonight, Cleveland-Golden State. Can LeBron find a way to pull out at least one win in this series? And if so, does it happen tonight? Well, he, he better. I mean, if he, if he doesn't, you know, and I'm not going to answer around the question. I'll answer it at the end. But if he doesn't, the NBA is in bad shape because, and I love the NBA. But if you've got two teams that are way more competitive than everybody else, or way better than everybody else, and nobody can compete with them, that's a much better look than if you've got one team and nobody can compete with this team. And 
Golden State, if they go 16 and 0 or 16 and 1 in the playoffs, I think that's a big issue for the NBA. No matter what Adam Silver says about mm. there not being a competitive balance problem, but I, I think Golden State's going to win this series in five, and maybe Cleveland wins tonight. But I don't think there's any way that it goes to six or seven. I think this is a five game series at the most. I think we would agree with you as well. And by the way, too, congratulations the Phillies officially the worst record in Major League Baseball. Just 21 wins, run differential at minus 55. Only 15 and a half games out of first place in the NL East at 21 and 35. They're looking pretty good up there in Philly. Well, they got five. They're five and zero against the Braves, so you can keep talking all you want to. I'll, I'll, I can live <laughs> with that because I didn't expect them to be very good. But if they can beat the Braves, that gives me a little bit of a wiggle room down here. I don't have to hear from Braves fans for sure. So, but no, they, they, yeah, they, the Braves, the Phillies are they're not good, but the. The Braves have got some issues they got to figure out for sure as well. And I mean, you're talking about college football. I'm about to walk into the Mercer football stadium right now to do some interviews and hoping to talk to Lane Kiffin. He's here, supposedly going to be here. Wow. Football was here last week. So, you know, they've got these camps that a couple of years ago everybody acted like we're going to end, you know, oh, these are the worst things that have ever happened in college football. And now everybody's kind of forgotten about that and they've moved on. Very interesting. Daniel, we appreciate it. We'll let you get back to work. Thanks for the time. We'll do it again next week if possible. You bet. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Daniel Shirley, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph, getting set to talk with Lane Kiffin. By the way, the Phillies, with those 21 wins, they've actually won their last four games to get to 21 victories. They were sitting there at 17 and 35 before this recent four-game winning streak. Still, by far, the worst record in Major League Baseball. That's kind of funny. I love bashing him because he's such a (laughs) Phillies homer, you know? If all you have to hang your hat on is you beat the Braves, then... Well, well, I mean, hey, <laughs> hey, Atlanta, Atlanta right now, 30, uh, 24 and 32, tied for second with the Mets in the NL East, but, but 12 and a half games out for the Nationals at 37 and 30. <laughs> tied for second. Nats uh, have the best record in the National League, second best record in Major League Baseball, trailing the Houston Astros, which uh, are a blistering 42 and 17. And offensively, there is no answer for what they bring to the table. At the plate, they have been uh, incredible, whether it's uh, Springer or Correa or Altuve. uh, So much power, speed. It's amazing how that organization has transformed itself in recent years, going from worst now to first and being a legitimate World Series contender. The Astros have never won uh, the World Series, and so maybe this is the year winning a a 71% clip that they find a way to get that job done. All right, more here in our second hour. After this, you want to talk with us, give us a call during the break, 654-7627. Back with more after this. Now is the best time to increase your business's productivity and reduce costs. Because right now, you can get 60 meg Spectrum Business Internet for just $39.99 per month. That's over 10 times faster than AT&T 6 meg DSL for less. Add Spectrum Business Voice and get unlimited long distance and advanced calling features for only $29.99 a month per line. And best of all, there are no contracts, no taxes, and no hidden fees. So call 866-371-3555. You'll get faster internet for just $39.99 per month. Advanced voice for only $29.99 a month per line. Over 99.9% network reliability. And no contracts, no taxes, and no hidden fees. So call 866-371-3555 and switch to Spectrum Business today. That's 866-371-3555. Restrictions apply. Call for details. King Pallet Company in Liberty is hiring first shift laborers at $82.50 a day. Great pay at $82.50 per day. King Pallet Company, 843-2448. That's 843-2448. When you've been in business almost 100 years, you've been doing something right. Since 1917, the key to Harbin Lumber's success has rested on its hardworking employees, people just like you, providing top lumber, building supplies, and contract services. You can be confident in customer service and support you can trust for your project, whether construction or large remodeling jobs. Call 353-5053. Find us on Facebook or online at harbinlumber.com. Life insurance. You know you need it, but do you have enough? 85% of U.S. consumers agree they need it, but only 44% of United States households have individual life insurance, an all-time low. 
When asked why they didn't have life insurance, many said, nobody asked me about it. Well, make no mistake, I'm asking you today. Maybe it's because the process can be difficult. Maybe it's because the process can be frustrating. But as an independent insurance broker, we have all the best plans and rates. Life insurance is not for the people who die. It's for the people who live. Life insurance helps us protect what matters most, our family. Call us today to get a free quote, 467-8738. I'm Guy, the insurance guy, and what we do is simple. We make life insurance easier. It happens every time. When a hailstorm hits, there's an increase of people who want to take your money for roof repairs. Problem is, many of them are just trying to take advantage of you and don't really know what they're doing. Gillstrap Roofing has been around for decades. Trust Gillstrap Roofing to handle the repairs and deal with the insurance. Just because someone knocks on your door with a card that says they're a roofer doesn't mean they'll do quality work at a reasonable price. Call Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. There's never been a better time to buy from George Coleman Ford, where SUVs cost less and travelers rest. Like 2017 Explorers, starting at just $29,800 through July 5th. Imagine hitting the road to the beach or to the mountains with your family in a brand new Explorer from George Coleman Ford. And remember, there are never any dealer fees at George Coleman Ford. Serving you for over 85 years and four generations. George Coleman Ford, the ride of a lifetime. On WCCP. I'm here so I won't get fined. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. All right, second hour continues back at 105.5 The Roar. Good stuff there from Daniel Shirley, sports editor at the Macon Telegraph. You can probably say this about any college football team that does not have its college uh, or its uh, starting quarterback returning from last year's team. If you ask somebody, give me a question from this particular team, that would be the question because the quarterback position is so important. At Georgia Tech, it, it means probably a little bit more because as an option quarterback, it feels like you have many more decisions to make on a typical play than what a typical drop-back passer may have to make. So I, I, I that's certainly valid. And, and at Georgia, too, uh, with what's going on with Jacob Eason, the backup coming in there from, I believe it is, uh, he's done some things. Some people think that it's not a foregone conclusion that Eason starts all these games this coming season. I've talked with Dean Leggett a little bit about this in the past, and he, he tends to believe it's still Eason. And we'll talk with Dean uh, in short order as well to get his thoughts on what's going on at, at Georgia this summer. But it, it is important. I, I would say this. The summertime is quietly important because the last couple of years when we've talked with players in the fall, and Ben has asked this question, I have as well, what is the genesis of this season's championship run? And to a man... One of the first answers always is what happened in the summer. And Now, they used to make the offseason workouts available to the media. Like, I remember watching C.J. Spiller and James Davis and Jacoby Ford and the offensive line run the hill near the dikes over there on campus. And, I mean, they get after it. And, and I would imagine now they get after it even more because you're doing anything to try to establish a competitive advantage. And Clemson has one of the best strength and, and conditioning coaches and a, a staff really in the country. That's been proven. Remember what everybody used to say it was gibberish. Then we tried to bang that drum and nobody listened. A lot of other people did and nobody listened, but they're literally one of the best. They're out there kind of conducting those workouts. And I remember we used to go watch and you would see these offensive linemen just running straight up a hill with, you know, with weights, one of those weighted vests on pouring sweat, it's 98 degrees, 98% humidity. And you're just wondering, how are these guys doing it? And I always thought it was really weird that they made those available because you would take a bunch of pictures and post them on websites and like half-naked dudes running around pouring sweat. I, I never felt comfortable doing that. That wasn't my thing. 
But you had to go out there because everybody else was out there, and you go and watch, and you're just like, God, this is disgusting. But here are the pictures in case you want to see. But they would work. I mean, they would work really, really hard. And they do that even more now. And so when we would ask about the genesis of these championship rumps, well, start in the summer. Start in the summer. How many times have we heard that over the years? Talk to Eric McLean. Start in the summer. Talk to Jay Guillermo. Start in the summer. Deshaun Watson. Start in the summer. Where you've got Batson and his staff out there working, working you to death. But it's kind of like a band of brothers mentality. Right. You know? Nobody else is doing this. All your buddies that are not playing Division One sports aren't doing it. But you kind of get a little bit closer if you're all in with it. And they are. And so it's an important stretch, like kind of starting right now for the team, even though we don't know a ton about what's actually happening, if that makes sense. You buying this? On the walls of the uh, new football complex over there in several places, it says something to the effect of championships are won in the offseason. I mean, that is the mentality they carry into the summer. And this is, uh, you know, this is where you get really good physically. Once school starts, it kind of shifts a little more towards the mental side of the game, right? Yeah. Uh, you just don't, with the, with the limited amount of time that you have with with players now, the days of coming to camp to get in shape are are long, long past. That ended like 15 years ago. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, in high school football for me, you you started running on the on the first day of of uh, you know of practice, and if you were smart, you started maybe you know you got a couple of runs in before then. Now, you step on you you step foot on campus on day one, you better be ready to play right then because there's just no time for that. Uh, you know, coaches coaches don't have you on campus to watch you run on a treadmill or lift weights. You got to do get all that out of the way ahead of time, so that's not cutting into your practice time. You get two weeks after the season ends, and then that starts back up, right? I mean, that's that's really what the timetable looks like. I mean, not to mention mat trail, spring practice, off season conditioning, and everything else. So, why are we talking about this? I bring all of this up to get to this point as we started the segment mentioning the quarterback position at Georgia Tech. Well, here. It's obviously extremely important because Deshaun is gone. He's playing with the Texans, and he's playing quite well from what I've been able to ascertain so far. You know, the OTAs, those kinds of things. He still has a long ways to go, but a good start. It's vital here for a player like Kelly Bryant and or Hunter Johnson, and here's why. You're you're not just going through the offseason conditioning and lifting weights and running hills running suicides, 100 yards. It's not just about that if you are a quarterback. It's also about proving yourself as the unquestioned leader of the offense and of the team. And and how does that happen? Well, you're getting your receivers together, little skills and drills. You're, You're setting up time to throw with Cornell Powell and DeAndre Overton. You're setting up time to to throw the fly pattern to Deion Kane and to Ray Ray McLeod. And you're becoming those guys, if you aren't already, they're best friends, especially on the field. Right. The chemistry between Bryant and those players, and then T. Higgins and Amari Rogers when they finally get here on campus, may be the single most important indicator of success for this team this year. Because the defense, we feel like, is going to be there from day one. It's going to be a pretty salty bunch. The passing game is what we're unsure about. We know about the wide receivers and how good we think they are and all the talent that is that has been stockpiled at that position the last couple of years in recruiting. We know that Bryant can run the zone read or run quarterback power and make people miss. What we don't know is how good he's going to be able to to get the ball downfield in the downfield passing game. So how does he get better there? Understanding the playbook is part of it, but maybe more importantly, given what should be his already inherent understanding of what Jeff and Tony and Dabo want to do, is the chemical nature that develops between himself and his wide receivers. And that depends on so many things. It's being boys, being bros, so bruh. But it's also watching Ray Ray McLeod run the five-yard out, and understanding his speed and the timing that's involved as he plant, cuts, explodes 
towards the boundary. When does that happen typically for him? Well, Kelly Bryant needs to be able to understand that without thinking about it. Because when you're not thinking, then you you, you start to play faster. You play faster, ball is there as McLeod makes the cut in the exact spot that gives him a chance to turn a five-yard gain into a 25-yard pickup and a first down. If you go back and watch the national championship game between Clemson and Bama, on the final drive, ESPN with its sky cam gives you a couple of angles behind the line of scrimmage to show where Deshaun spots Jordan Leggett open or Mike Williams. Even before that, there are other sequences in that game where Clemson needed a play to just stay in it when it trailed 14-0 or whatever. There were a couple of situations like that. And Watson, almost without looking, knew where the tight end or the receiver was going to be in a split second. So the minute, the instant that his head turned towards that particular player, the arm cocks to get ready to release it because he knows where the ball needs to be. In nine times out of ten, especially in that football game, he delivered it in the exact location where the Clemson receiver or tight end or back could make the grab, and the Alabama defensive player had no chance of doing so to pick him off, unlike what happened the previous year. Do we expect Kelly Bryant to step in and do that right away? No, we don't. We know he's not that kind of passer. However, to get to the point where you're not thinking, you're merely reacting, and you have developed that kind of chemistry with your wide receivers is very important for this team this year. Very important. Bryant's going to be a better runner than Watson. Bryant's not as good of a passer than Watson. Okay, well, how close can he get to being of that caliber? The ceiling isn't the same, so it's kind of an awkward question to ask to begin with. But he has to be better than what we saw during spring and what we've saw in limited times so far in his career. He's a good enough runner to be an average enough passer, I think, to be the starter this season. But he needs to be better. And conversely, for a player like Hunter Johnson, how much of that time can you steal with those exact same wide receivers just in case you've got to be the man this year. And, oh, by the way, you may be the man by the time we get to the month of October. You buying this? Oh, completely buying this, especially for somebody like Hunter Johnson who's coming in without the relationships, without the familiarity with any of these guys. Uh, yeah, this is the time that, you know, you're called. This is the time when Deshaun Watson is talking to his roommate, Art- Artavis Scott, in the summer going, hey, let's go over, let's go over and toss it around. Right. You know, and they did that all the time. It's got to happen all summer. It's not just one day. It's not just two days out of the week. All freaking summer long. As a side note, when you were talking about players just knowing what's going to happen instinctively, have you know, have you have you probably have noticed this in that final pass to Hunter Renfro, final touchdown. I guess it's Mike Williams on the opposite side of the play. There's a shot of Mike Williams with his arms in the air in the touchdown motion before the ball's ever received <laughs> by Hunter Renfro. And then, you know, if you fast forward or if you slow-mo that thing and just go frame by frame like so many of us have, Deshaun is is cutting away and throwing the arms up before that ball's ever crosses the goal line too. It's like instinctively they know if we get the snap off. Well, they if- had saved that play. For that exact moment. It's like everybody knew. Right. And and, and and for the text line, I'm not counting out Jared Cooper. We're just kind of to the point of where we're talking about what we think is 1A, 1B. Just too many names to mention. And two. And I, I think that's where it is. And I think Coop's got some, some ground to make up. I think he's got some ground to make up. I don't think he's out of it. I think he's going to play this year. I don't think he's out of it just yet. But he's got some ground to make up, in my opinion. They saved that play for that exact sequence. And all of those players involved, Watson, Renfro, Williams, Gallman, they said as soon as they saw Bama line up defensively the way that they did, they knew it was going to be a touchdown. Watson said the only way we weren't going to score was if I didn't get the snap or I tripped and fell on my own two feet or or Hunter fell on his own two feet. And we all knew that wasn't going to happen. But but, But think about that for a second. That's what it takes to be able to win a game like that. You've got this play saved in your back pocket, and you've run it so many times, and you know exactly how the defense is going to respond. That you, 
that that's your championship winning play. Next question. Thanks, Coach. That's the kind of stuff that happens and is kind of glued together even more so, not in preseason camp in those 31 practice sessions, not in this season, not in a playoff run, but in the middle of the summer. Nobody's watching. What are you doing? Nobody's watching. What are you doing to get better? How are you helping yourself to get better? How are you helping your team to win a championship? Yeah. Talk more about this coming up in our third hour. Wes Mitchell joins us in about 30 minutes as well. Details on what happened with Chad Holbrook. Which direction will South Carolina look? Try to replace him. We look forward to catching up with Wes Mitchell from Gamecock Central at about one, uh, 225 today. So in less than 30 minutes. Second hour in the books. Hour three coming up next. Broadcasting live from the Blue Ridge Security Studio. Because we need monitoring. WCCP, Clemson Greenville, 105.5. The Roar. I'm George Jeffries, local GM of Metal Building Supply. As part of Mesco Building Solutions and NCI, we're the Southeast premier supplier of metal building components and pre-engineered building systems. I invite you to come by our showroom at 1500 Elrod Road in Piedmont to talk with us and let us show you how Metal Building Supply can help you with your building project. Whether it's a 30 by 40 for your shop or 100,000 square feet for your business, we have over 40 years of experience to put to work for you. It's bow time at Bojangles. Try one of the $4 breakfast biscuit combos today. Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal. Jacob Thompson, a U.S. Marine who just returned from combat to a civilian world. The brotherhood was gone. Nobody cared whether or not I went to work or not. Nobody, nobody was worried about it. It was just, it was basically all on me. Upstate Warrior Solution provides a bridge to civilian life for warriors and their families. Help us to help them. Donate or volunteer at upstatewarriorsolution.org. Rely on EnviroMulch. They supply quality landscape supplies for any outdoor project. Their spring special. Get double ground hardwood mulch for a dollar off per yard. Ordered online with promo code WCCP. No other discounts apply. From your friends at EnviroMulch. Go Tigers! When you've been in business almost 100 years, you've been doing something right. Since 1917, the key to Harbin Lumber's success has rested on its hardworking employees. People just like you, providing top lumber, building supplies, and contract services. You can be confident in customer service and support you can trust for your project, whether construction or large remodeling jobs. Call 353-5053. Find us on Facebook or online at harbinlumber.com. Anything that's made just for you is a perfect fit, right? Like a tailored suit. It fits your measurements. No one else's. That same kind of fit is exactly what Engineered Sleep strives for. A mattress made just for you, built to your sleeping patterns and habits. What could be more important than a good night's rest? Engineered Sleep wants to make it a perfect night's rest. If after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process. Learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money because there is no middleman. Factory to you. And you can score a significant discount by picking up your mattress instead of having it delivered. Engineered Sleep. It's not mattress shopping. It's an experience. Have you ever looked at your carpet after a cleaning and thought, man, what is that gunk and residue they left behind? Do you worry about the harsh chemicals that cleaning companies use that could harm your loved ones? Well, worry no more. Zero Res is the standout carpet cleaner brand you can count on. Their patented no-residue cleaning system leaves no man behind on your beautiful home. Call today at 864-588-7300. Zero Res. Spell it backwards or forwards. It's the right way to clean. 
Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar.